You're listening to the What Spot Podcast, where an Exmo has turned sexmo, impurity culture at its finest. Hello, you wet spotters. You are listening to the Wet Spot Podcast, and you're listening to the soothing sounds of Sarah Taylor. <laughs> and you're hearing the giggles of my long lost cousin, McCall Taylor. Yes. Hello. I am we McCall have, Taylor. We have yet to confirm this via DNA. Yep. But sent the samples off. Yeah. Just I'm, waiting, you know. Yeah. Just is what it is. We're in Utah, so. I'm sure we're related. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's sister's here. You throw a rock, you hit a cousin. <laughs> you do. Or a sister wife. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? It is a little bit terrible. So, uh, my name is McCall Taylor. I am in radio. I do radio all across the state of Utah. I was on a morning show for a while and now I'm in uh, St. George, Heber City, Richfield, uh, Logan, just all across the entire state. My goal is really to take over the airwaves everywhere. And she has. I saw her on TikTok. Yes. And that's crazy how we ended up getting connected was through TikTok. Who found each other first? Uh, I followed you first. Okay. And then you sent me a message and I was oh, like, yeah. oh was my like, gosh, oh, hey, yeah, I've she heard just you. responded to me. What are you talking about? So, which is totally anyway. dumb because I'm like, I've heard you on the radio. I know. And so it's, it's just, it's really, uh, it's really interesting. I love it. I think it's really fun being able to entertain and empower and just, you know, have a good time all around. Um, yeah, your voice is, it should be patented. Thanks. I don't think anyone could take your voice anyway. <gasps> Ooh, Ursula. I know. I was going to say, are we talking like Ursula stuff? Cause I'm sure mm. she could figure it out, but if she comes into my house, that's it. You're screwed. Yeah. I've never like eaten octopus before, Oh but man. I feel like I would have to cook it. Dude, you know what? I'm just realizing now <laughs> Disney's missed an opportunity unless they already did this. I know they made a little mermaid too. Mm-hmm. But I never saw it. I didn't either. So I'm thinking to myself right now, they've missed an opportunity because they could do another movie yeah. where it's Ursula, like more focused on her. Mm-hmm. And well, I guess Ariel too, but there's another person who wants Ariel's voice or someone's voice. So Ursula then expands her powers to the audience by showing that she can take a voice from somebody and give it to somebody else. Ooh, it'd be interesting. Are we creating like a martyr out of Ursula or are we like, where is it that we're going with I it? I don't know. Because do we want to, do we want to like, you know, make her, make her like feel a malice, better? Like a Maleficent? Maleficent. Yeah. yeah. And you go in, you're like, oh man, I really feel bad. Her mom was so terrible to her. Like, where are we going with it? I highly doubt Disney will ever listen to this podcast, but if you do, if it just do, so happen. Yeah. That's, that's just what they do. Yeah. Disney will just come and sue you. Yeah. Well, no, they won't sue me. They're going to steal my idea. Probably. That's what I'm worried about. That's true. That's okay. We are in Utah, and I know lots of people usually go work for Disney. They make bank, dude. I had a couple of friends who went and worked as, like, cast members over oh, at, like, Disneyland. Was and it Disney the World Disney College stuff. program? Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. They made nothing. They made literal peanuts. <laughs> Just peanuts. <laughs> but they're so happy there. I mean, good for you, you know? I, as yeah I, I feel that you know when you find something you're passionate about you just keep chasing it even if it pays you peanuts yep <laughs> yep <laughs> trying to think of uh unless it's a job yeah i can't think of anything what would bring me happiness that i should not take peanuts for <laughs> i don't know radio <laughs> radio <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yes. Actually, yes. Yes. Yeah. You can say that. Yeah. That's so true. It is. Oh man. It's really man. unfortunate. But I, you know it is what it is. You sell your soul when you get into like sales and stuff and you want to yeah. actually make money. Yeah. But Yeah, when I was um back in my younger years, I'd actually enrolled in college for radio and television broadcasting. Really? I told you yes. this. Yeah. And um got married and then decided to go a different route. I wanted to go in for nursing, so I did the CNA stuff, prerequisites, all that. Mm-hmm. Um it was either the mommy degree or nursing. Right. Which, there's nothing wrong with being nurse, uh, a nurse. Of course not. Um, but that's just kind of what a lot of the girls around me were doing, those two things. It's true. So, but um, it's just funny looking at it now. I'm like, okay, going in for radio and television broadcasting, had I been on a radio station, like, would I be happy right now? You know, it's a, it's a little hit and miss because sometimes the answer is yes, and sometimes the answer is, why am I doing this? But I do like to say, for the most part, I was working at a bank before, uh-huh. um, before I got into radio. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, the worst days in radio are still better than a, the best days at the bank. For, yeah. for the most part. Aside from like a handful of days that just sucked big time. <laughs> I also went in and interviewed... Uh, at Wells Fargo. Dude, that's where I worked. Oh, really? Actually, I don't know that I can say that. Mine was... But it's fine. Mine was um, in St. Anthony, mm-hmm. down by Rexburg. Oh, nice. Mine was in Vernal, so... Yeah. I actually interviewed for the position at the Rexburg, Idaho, Wells Fargo, and I got the job, but they were like, um, you got the job, but there's a girl who works in St. Anthony that's been wanting to transfer to Rexburg. Mm-hmm. So we're going to transfer her, but you have the job in St. Anthony. And I was like, uh, uh that's 20 I, minutes away. I don't want to work there. I don't want to so, go there. But that's just how it was in Rexburg. It really sucked. Like, I could not get a job in Rexburg to save my life. Yeah. I worked for so many things. I was a volunteer at the library just trying to get a job at the library. So I volunteered at their bookstore where books were a nickel. Nice. The ones that they were selling. Yeah. I never had anyone come into the store. I believe that. It was the worst. <laughs> but enough about me. <laughs> so you said you were working at a bank. Yes. And then... And then I went into radio. Now, you've told me this story. Yes. I want everyone to hear how you got into doing radio. Because when you think of somebody on the radio, you're like, well, obviously they have all this experience. No. They've done all <laughs> these things to get to this, you know, mark in their life. Um, why don't you tell us how you got there? Perfect. So I was working at the bank. I was living in Vernal. My boyfriend and I moved, well, my boyfriend was living there. I just moved out there to be with him. And, uh, I was driving down the road one day and I heard the radio station. It was super eclectic, just very Mm -hmm. back and forth. And I was like this, I want to work here. I want to, I want to work for this radio station. I want to be on this radio station. I told Dustin and he was like, Okay, so do it. So one day I was at the bank and there was a lady in the drive through and she said, hey, I have to deposit these checks for the radio station. And I was in my high heels and my flipping pencil skirt and I go <laughs> running across the lobby. And I was like, wait, 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 how do I get a job there? And she says, you just come in and you come talk to uh, the boss and he'll he'll see what we can do. And I was like, great. Where are you guys located? So she tells me and I'm really excited. So I go in one day and I say, hey, I want to be on the radio. 
and I was told to come and talk, come talk to this guy. And I see him peer his head around the corner and look and then lean forward. And so he calls me into his office and he's like, why do you want to be in radio? Like, really, why would you want to be in this, in this space? I said, because I think I could be really good at it. I'm pretty entertaining and funny. <laughs> I like, I like music. I think it would be fun, you know? So he's like, well, can you come back in a couple of hours? So I said, sure. And uh, came back in a couple of hours. I interned for, I don't know, maybe three weeks or something like that, which isn't normal. Like typically in radio, you intern for like months, years. And this is in Vernal. This is in Vernal. Vernal, Mm -hmm. it's a pretty small place, right? Yeah. So there's like two radio station clusters out there. Okay. And so anyway, he, uh, he was like, yeah, come back in a couple of hours. So I interned for a couple of weeks, two or three maybe. And then the afternoon guy went to jail. So I got his job. So, but it happened on April Fool's Day. And so I remember asking my boss at the time, I was like, is this a joke? Are you joking with me? He's like, does my face look like I'm joking right now? And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. I even asked. No, I'll take the job. Like (laughs) I'll take it right now. So I was on afternoon drive time, which is a really peak, like premiere, um, time slot. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially when you have no experience, Drive absolutely time. zero experience. Yeah. yeah. So two to six was my was my time slot. And at first I came out sounding like Delilah because I thought that's what I wanted to do. Who's S- Delilah? Who's Who's Delilah? I don't know. Oh my gosh! I don't you know she, to the radio. She does like the after dark like love songs and stuff like that. And so she'd be like, "Hello, everybody." I know this John Tash. Not John Tash. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> it's not John Tash though. Yeah. But similar. Eh, kind of like kind of delivery style but yeah I have to go and listen to her yeah so Delilah she's been an icon for like ever and ever amen and so I tried to do that Uh and I remember one of my phrases that I used to use was that's Bruno Mars coming out your speakers and Dustin was like do not ever say that again (laughs) that is that is that is terrible don't ever say that again so finally ended up coming into it because my boss was like you can just talk in your normal voice and uh-huh. I was like I can what like I don't have to create he's like that's why I fucking hired you yeah he's like just talk in your normal voice and so I was like oh okay okay so then I did and uh here it is now and it's it's really interesting the way that like timing wise and everything it all ended up playing out was just it was really really good for uh, my position on the morning show and everything because it was like, hey, I think we're going to move and find this really cute little place. We're going to fix it up. We're going to do some new things with it. What do you think? Dustin. That was Dustin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, great, let's go. That's fine. I need to go see if I can find a job, though, because yeah, in radio, especially, you need to start like networking. Networking is huge. And uh, anyway, so timing wise, it was like, oh, yeah, we're looking for somebody to be on our morning show. That's so and cool. So it was like, cool. And anyway. It all worked out really, really well. And, uh, yeah, I like it. That's awesome. I mean, clearly we know why you got the job. Thanks. Because your voice is just butter. Thank you. Thank you. Um, There's that joke in the industry I told you the other day about how you had to have a face or you have a face for radio. Mm -hmm. You don't have a face for radio, though. But you have a voice for radio. Thank you. I feel like a lot of people get surprised um, whenever I'm out in public, it's, it's funny cause I'll be at the grocery store or something just checking out and somebody's like, I feel like I know who you are. I'm like, yeah, you probably do. <laughs> and then it's like, but, but how do you lean into, oh yeah, well I'm on the radio. Like, how do you, how do, how you? do you do that, that without being you're not ego. a conceited, yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> do you don't know who I am? Like flip hair. I just... Yeah. Anyway, that's got to be so hard, though, because I remember when COVID was happening Mm -hmm. 
you know, everyone was wearing the masks yeah, and even just recently. Um, so I started my whole like, this is me. April 2021, I really put myself out online. Mm-hmm. And then it just so happened to be I resonated with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, my fan base is primarily Utah area. Yeah. Um, I am now like scattered across the country with people too. But it's pretty dense here in Utah. Right. And in Idaho. Right. <laughs> so when everybody had to wear masks, I was like, this is awesome. Like nobody's gonna recognize me. Yeah. Now people are so far past masks. If I wear one in public, it just feels unnatural to me. It's true, yeah. So I'm like covering my face, but during those times, you still could not hide your voice. No, I couldn't. And so So. it was really hard because, you know, I love, I love the people, the community side of it is what is my favorite aspect of all of it Mm -hmm. because I love the human connection. I love the, the, um, like the bond that mm-hmm. people create. And so that's my favorite part. However, when I'm going to the store to go get my coffee and it's like 5.30 or 6 o'clock at night and I got to the radio station at, you know, 4.30 or 5 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and people come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, McCall, how are you? It is so hard. And it sounds like such an ego thing. No, I don't mean for it to come It's really not like because you feel like you are this person on the radio, mm-hmm. which is you want to be that person yeah. all the time. But in reality... You do sometimes have to put a like your best foot forward yes. for the public, right? Because you don't want to come across as like a total d bag, like, yes. and it, otherwise you will if you're yeah. if you don't just you know kind of entertain stuff. But it's like, dude, I just got to get my coffee. I just got to go to the dentist. I just got to yeah. go to the gynecologist. Like, like you I, just, it's the same thing. You just have like a you're you have a bad day, just like anybody else, exactly, or whatever. Like, yeah, I totally get that. And there are times when I've been like, oof, really anxious. Mm-hmm. Or I've had people stop me and recognize me and just say, oh, yeah, like, I recognize you from this. And then I kind of get very cold. And, and then, yeah. Because I don't know how to set a boundary and be like, I don't want to talk about this right now. Right. Or, or uh, you just message me later. Right. And that's that's the hardest thing. It's like, why would why would people just, like, approach oh, randomly? I've you had, know what I mean? Yeah, like I've had it. And it's, it's, I believe it. I absolutely believe it. But I think uh, I was having this conversation uh, with my boyfriend just earlier like people don't realize that humans are humans regardless of stature and fame and notoriety and mm-hmm. at the end of the day they're still just people you know mm-hmm. like you see these these massive massively famous people taylor swift or kim kardashian. kim kardashian and you know you talk about kim kardashian getting robbed and people are like oh well she deserved it she's a human being who mm-hmm. got robbed violated it's a terrifying situation to be in and you should understand that she is still a human being and have yeah. that kind of empathy and so it's it's frustrating that there's a lot of people who just don't especially when you're out in public like that that's oh, that's for sure. terrifying yeah no definitely um i've actually gotten a lot like more comfortable mm-hmm. being out and I I've also started to make more friends Good. in the community and just started getting more involved with things because really like I am an extrovert yeah I'm more extrovert than introvert I'd say I'm a mix mm-hmm. but I'm more on the extroverted side me too. so it's like for me to put myself inside, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so hard yeah. so I have to put myself out and have a good time and I just, I just hope that people respect boundaries and stuff but that's not necessarily what this whole episode is about of course not um i do quickly want to just kind of go into one small part of who you are yes and then we're gonna dive into this episode which is on unpopular opinions 
Utah edition. Yes, Utah. Yep. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, um, you do know that I have a mixed bag, like a mixed bag of listeners. Uh-huh. Um, I have a lot of former Mormons, former mm-hmm. religious. Um, I have a lot of active Mormons as well, which, mm-hmm. again, respectful space. Oh, absolutely. Um, everybody seems to get along, which is really good. Mm-hmm. But um, And then I just have people who are just people who just exist. don't identify with anything and I they're get it. just existing and are happy. But um, you are, and I just want to give you that. Um, yes. So I am former Mormon, uh, grew up, and that was that was my uh, lifestyle. I, I left, uh, I think it's been about seven years now since I left. And how old are you? I'm 28. Okay. So so you left at 21? Mm-hmm. I think so, yeah. Maybe Maybe twenty. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know what year it is. I don't know how old what I am. Year is it? Twenty twenty two. I still say twenty twenty. I know. The last two years have just been a whole hot mess. But yeah, so I I have been out of the church for about seven or eight years now. So it's funny, um I had met your boyfriend. Yes. And he had made this funny comment that's true, <laughs> true life. He said that you were like, Oh, I'm I'm going to go on a mission. I was. And then he's like, they're not going to let you go on a mission when we're living together. <laughs> it's true. So um, I had I had decided that that was the route that I was going to go after a little while. And Dustin and I, I think we had been together for how long at that point? Maybe a year or so. Maybe less than that. When did you guys move in? Uh, I was 19 and he was okay. 20. I don't know how old he is. Something like that. Yeah, I don't remember. But our 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 age gap is like six years or something like that. Right. So yeah. anyway, he um he was like, okay, but I guess if that's what you want, yeah, I'll support you in it. He's always been so supportive. I'm seriously, I'm so grateful for him in any venture that I ever go down. Like I'm gonna be on the radio. I'm gonna move away, and I'm gonna go work at this other radio station. You know, six hours away or whatever. And she's got a good one. Oh, he's so awesome. But he says. He's like, okay, so I came home after being at work and he had bought a twin size mattress and put it on the floor and he was sleeping on the floor so that I could go about and try and, you know, go on a mission. It didn't end up working out. But Well, and twin size mattresses, I don't think are notoriously comfortable. <laughs> no, <laughs> they are not. <laughs> at all. No, it ended up turning into uh, my dog's bed. So she's yeah. spoiled. How long did he sleep on that mattress? Mm, I want to say it was a couple of weeks, maybe. Okay. Maybe less Good than that. Him. I don't know. And that was but, all to support you in wanting to go on a mission. Yep. All in support. He's he's so, he's just the best. He's just so supportive in everything. So yeah. it's been so cool. And now you left the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you had said that they... Uh, called you in to discuss your excommunication? Yeah, they talked with me and him both about the excommunication and uh, the potential of it. And and you actually went in yeah. to talk with them. Yeah. And Wow. It, were so, you active at the time or were you kind of inactive? I was kind of inactive at that yeah. point. but um, Just the fact that you went in, though, well, to discuss it with the bishop is just tells me how much you were still like in it. Yeah. So I... While I was working at the radio station, there was a guy who used to come in. I know this was in uh, Vernal. This wasn't anywhere here. Uh-huh. But um, I was in Vernal, and there was a guy who used to come in who was in, like, the, the bishopric. Uh-huh. And he would come in, and he would talk to me while I was doing my show. And which, super inappropriate. Don't come in and don't come talk to me about 
church at work. Like, I'm in a professional environment. Please don't, you know? Was he getting, like, intel I think so, yeah. And so he was coming in, and he, like I said, he was in the bishopric at the church there in my my little ward area. And, like, I had never gone to that one before. Mm -hmm. And anyway, because I was just in, like, the YSA wards and stuff out there because I wasn't married. Yeah. So, like just whatever but he uh so I remember him coming in using a lot of kind of felt like intimidating like a lot of buzzwords like separating wheat from tares and and stuff like that while I was I was working I was trying to do my drive time show and so anyway it was really hard and he was like I've talked to the bishop you guys need to come in and come talk to me which I was like why are you coming to talk to me at work like but then you still went in too I did so I felt like I had this obligation so that I had to. That's so inappropriate. Why show that your job? <laughs> it really, it really was. Ugh. But um, maybe he thought you'd plug them on the radio. <laughs> we were plugging them on the radio. Oh, you were. His, his, his business was there, and um, so he was there with his business. But then it was like he was talking to me about. Gotcha. Anyway, that's so crazy. So that's that's what ended up happening, and we went in and we had this conversation, and Dustin was like, "I'm not gonna marry." her because you want me to me to yeah yeah to the bishop yeah Yeah. and the bishop was like no i respect that yeah so golly anyway that's what happened well here we are now here we are now and you've been out for a while Mm -hmm. there wasn't a whole community when you had left Mm -mm. is that right yeah it was it was really like it was really lonely it was it was really lonely and like dustin's obviously always been there for me with all of it and so that's been awesome but it's it's hard when you leave because you just don't have a physically Mm -hmm. it's it's gotten so much better for me now Mm -hmm. now I have like a physical community Mm -hmm. but like physically I can imagine you had none but then there wasn't even an online community no because at that point I mean Instagram was pretty popular TikTok obviously didn't exist um there's reddit facebook was there reddit was there too but i didn't really use reddit like yeah i'm surprised i look back and i'm really surprised at how not in social media i was Mm -hmm. while i was living out there yeah and then when i moved i started getting back into social media because part of the job really right right maintaining a social media presence and so Anyway, now I feel like there's a lot more tools for people to utilize to create those communities and to find those communities. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say there are so many people that I've found because of the internet that I am way closer with than I am in person connections. It's so crazy. Isn't it wild? I've met so many people now in person and I've got like this really good small group of really close friends now Mm -hmm. I've met people who are not good people Mm -hmm. so within like you think oh we're this community online everybody's so great you assume everyone puts their best foot forward they're just good people right I've met some really bad people in the community that are idolized I won't say who they are but I'm just like ah so it does kind of want me to like go back into my little hole and hide yeah but it's it's I think I, so I left in 2019 mm-hmm. and there wasn't a community right. when I left. It was just before Isn't that the insane? community exploded. It's insane that it, it's, it's finally here. And I'm like, I'm so proud of people for being able to speak. Out. Yeah. My community was talking to coworkers about the things that I was discovering mm-hmm. and they would, um, they were guys, but they would, um, do the missionary thing. Right. And talk to me about how to overcome those right. 
things and yeah so that was my community and then I just kind of stepped away and COVID happened everybody got shoved into their homes and then the internet blew up mm-hmm. and I didn't I did not find ex-Mormon TikTok till April of 2021 and I know it had been around for quite a while I think I found it in oh Facebook actually I did find it on oh, Facebook oh really Huh. Mm-hmm. I, I think I found it in, um, I think mine was in 2020. I'll have to look and see because I literally went and met somebody off of the internet. Oh, I just recently started meeting people. Yeah. When did I first meet my first like person off of ex-Mormon TikTok? When was that? I want to say January or February. Really? Well, no, that's not true. I've met up with a girl to do content. Um, when did I meet her? I think it was December. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I really wasn't meeting up with anybody mm-hmm. in the community because I was just so scared. <laughs> Which, yeah. rightfully so, absolutely. after meeting some people, I'm like, holy shit, I do need to be careful, though. Yeah, absolutely. Mine was, mine was August 2020 that I went and met up with somebody. August so. 2020? Mm-hmm. Nice. But gotta love Utah. Yeah, Utah. Yay, Utah. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and just um, dive into our unpopular opinions, Utah edition. Perfect. Um, I do have a few that were sprinkled in from the listeners, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um, but this should be fun. I'm really curious what your opinions are. So just a quick background for you guys, just so you know where I'm coming from. I'm not from Utah. I was not born here. I was actually born in Michigan in the UP. Um, well, I guess, is it in the UP? Oscoda. Oscoda Township. It sounds so Canadian. Nice. It does sound Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so crazy. I love when people ask, oh, where where were you born? Oscoda. Oh, oh, Canada. Oscoda Township. Oh. Yeah. So it's in Michigan, but nice. it's on the northern part of Michigan. Iosco County. Love it. <laughs> Nobody knows where it is. If you ever go and visit, which I did recently in the last... Well, nine years is not recent. Nine years ago. Dang. Um, it's just so cool going in and seeing the area because it's so, I don't know. There's just not a lot there. It's just forest. Yeah. Which is interesting because yeah. I connect with the forest so much and it's cool to see I was born there. But That's awesome. Anyway, I'm not from here. I was a military brat. I've moved around everywhere mm-hmm. uh, to include like California, Texas, Washington, Germany, Mexico was not a part of the military, but I, but I lived there. So I've had a lot of um, viewpoints, Kentucky, mm-hmm. just everywhere. So that's where I'm coming from. You were born here yeah. and raised here. And raised here. So you probably have a, a deeper opinion on these things than I oh, do. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I do. Because yeah. I've never lived anywhere outside of Utah. Like, yeah. that's the only place I've ever lived. I moved to Utah in 20, or sorry, 2012 nice. is when I moved I was living in Salt Lake City, just right off the avenues, mm-hmm. got married, moved to Idaho um, within like a f- six-month time frame, lived in Idaho the majority of the time, and then moved to Utah in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I've been in the Salt Lake County area um, for a while. So Yeah. Cool. That's where I'm coming from. And she's uh, I'm here forever. a native. I'm, I'm here forever. I'll probably never move. So let's just go ahead and dive right into it. I'm going to take the uh, sharpened stick and dagger it straight into Beautiful. the heart because this is something I don't understand. Okay, great. Pioneer Day. Okay. Yay or nay? Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth on it because, like, I understand it's heritage uh-huh. and I get it. I totally get heritage. But 
Utah lacks separation of church and state. So, which I get it because obviously Utah was settled because of yeah. church. That's yeah. the reason why Utah was yeah. created. Well, so I get it. I understand celebrating the heritage of it. The thing is, is I've seen um, ex-Mormons too still defend Pioneer Day. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that too. But what I don't like is we already have the 4th of July fireworks. Right. I am so over hearing more fucking fireworks. Forever. On it's not even just Pioneer Day. It's like Pioneer Month. Yeah. And a lot of people, so around... Uh, pioneer day a lot of like towns and stuff do their own celebrations Mm -hmm. with it and so i know there's a couple of places like up north that have some celebration Mm -hmm. that happens but yeah lots of fireworks i remember i loved it so much though growing up because i always i always wanted fireworks and now i'm like fireworks i guess i just don't understand the pioneer day thing yeah um, I do remember being in Kentucky, and I think my ward wanted to celebrate Pioneer Day, which made no sense. Right. So they, like, <laughs> did this whole potluck for Pioneer Day, and I'm like, okay, who's the Utah Mormon in the bishopric who came up right, with this idea? obviously. Because this is not it. Like, oh my gosh, I just miss it so much. Yeah. I do remember doing the treks, though. Yeah. Um, this was when – so I was in high school my freshman year in Washington State, then we moved to Germany. But um, in, I just remember going to Pioneer Trek. And being like, this is some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to wear this crap. The guys were cute, so I just right. remember hanging out with them. Right. But I'm sure, did you do Pioneer Trek? Yeah, so we went, uh, did you guys go to like, you guys probably didn't go to Wyoming. No, I, we went to some place in Washington State, I think. Nice. I think they just pick a place that has enough space for you to move around. Right. We were we were outside of, I don't ever remember what the flipping place is, but it was in in Wyoming. Was and... it the actual pioneer? Yeah. Of course it was. Yeah, but I can't I can't remember where it is. I wish I, I could remember. tell you. <laughs> but anyway, I remember having to looking back, I'm like, drama. Like my brothers and sisters died. Like I was oh like an, oh, I ended up being like an only child because they, they didn't physic they didn't actually die, but they would like take them away and put them in like a separate part of camp. And so then it was like me and my ma and pa. And then I think there was one other that is sibling but i'm like everybody died mm-hmm. like <laughs> i lived in washington state so it rained oh nice it was the worst like we had to use tarps we were wet the whole oh, fucking time that's awful then there was that part where they were like the men go off i'm sure you did it too oh, yeah the and the women have off. to push the carts up we a push, hill yeah up a hill yep that has to be how they decide they're yep. like okay guys group where can we go that has enough room for us to play dress up, but then there's a hill for the girls to have to pull a fucking hand cart up? <laughs> yeah, we we were in, so we were in the middle of Wyoming, and it's like sunny. Uh-huh. It's like 100 degrees. We're wow. wearing all of these things. We're sunburned. Then we got windburn because it's Wyoming. Of course. And it's windy. Uh-huh. It's all get out. It snowed one of the days. Of like, course it did. Just regular July weather. <laughs> it was. It was regular July oh, weather. God. So anyway, yeah, I totally Do you remember, totally though, remember when that. the guys... It's funny that we can tell the same story doing the track at different times mm-hmm. in different states. But right. do you remember the part where the guys come running And they come to help, help you? you? Yeah. Uh, it's it's my favorite. One of my favorite references that I've seen is remember cosplaying as pioneers <laughs> and going out into the desert. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we have to make a TikTok together. Oh, yeah. Doing this. Dude, yes. I'll we'll take, do it. I'll take this sound clip. Mm-hmm. and I'll put it over 
Perfect. My favorite part of Mormon Trek or <laughs> it was growing cos- up Mormon was cosplaying. Cosplaying as a, as a pioneer. Yep. Yep. Oh my put on gosh. our bonnets. <laughs> put on our aprons. Fuck. Do you, did um, the guys ever play the stick game? Oh, yeah. Uh, of, course. of course they were playing the <laughs> stick game. Why wouldn't they play the stick game? They were probably really good at the stick game. I'm sure they were. The older men. Yeah. The older men. Definitely. <laughs> to remember. <laughs> we were teenagers. Um... <laughs> I was a teenager. The guys that I liked were teenagers. Yep, same. It was good. I yeah. remember just like, this was a flex for me. Mm-hmm. I remember just taking my hair down from its braid and just brushing it in front of Being them. Like, oh, yes. And they're like, your hair is so long. Like, I know. Thank you. I grew yeah. up myself. Yeah. <laughs> my hair. Just bought it. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Pioneer Day. I just, you know, I don't get it personally. Yeah. Um. From what I understand, the Mormons came in and killed a bunch of Native Americans mm-hmm. for land, but I'll let everybody else sort that out. Do, do, yeah, do your own thing. <laughs> Create that cancel culture, and I'll I'll decide if I want to join you or not. <laughs> it's usually what happens. Sorry, yeah. unfortunately. Um, I did do a really funny thing, um, Pie and Beer Day. Mm-hmm. I did start doing that last year. So yeah. on, on my OnlyFans, I did do, I had a pie mm-hmm. and a beer. Nice. And I did whipped cream on my nipples. Of course. And had a cherry pie. It was actually really good pie, too. Yeah, we love that. That's what I did. We love that. Pie and beer day is the way that a lot of people celebrate. And that's also your way of saying, I'm no longer Mormon. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, next one is going to be green jello. Yes. So here's the thing. I have some listener inputs here, some opinions. Okay. But could you please tell the listeners what green jello is? So green jello is just, you know, packets of jello that are green. And for some reason... Utah has gotten this uh we've gotten this rap for having things inside of our jello. Like like carrots is pretty common or broccoli is also pretty common. Um but a lot of times like jello salad is really popular. Salads in general in the state of Utah diverse. We're not we're not just talking normal salad. Like no, macaroni. No. We're talking like deeper macaroni. Like you've got macaroni salad and then you've got like the macaroni spam tomato salad and then there's there's Ugh. salads for days. I've seen the salads with Snickers in it. Dude, it's delicious. That's actually really good. Literally don't knock it until cherry. you try it. Yeah, so you do you do Snickers, you do uh green apples uh-huh. and then you do like whipped cream and like caramel. Uh-huh. My mouth is watering. What's it called? It's like a Snickers apple salad. But isn't it called something else? I don't know. Probably. You keep describing. So the green jello. Yeah. So with the green jello, super popular. People are saying that, you know, Utah is known for it. And, um, you know, growing up, we, we used to do it. We used to do jello. Jello was really popular. And hmm. I don't know. I think it's called frog. No, it's not frog eye. It's not frog eye salad. Frog eye salad is with those little, um, uh, what is the, what is the, Asini de Pepe, I think, is the the noodles. Oh. Because they're little baby noodles that are yeah. round. So I learned yeah. how to make that last year. It's called um, Snicker Salad. I know. I was like, it's called, like, just Snicker Salad. It's just... <laughs> oh, And my people gosh. are like, you can't have Snicker Salad. No, you can. And it's delicious. It's so good. It's just dessert, okay? I, I will actually eat the Snickers and not feel a single ounce of guilt. No. Because it has the word salad attached to yeah, it. That's exactly Can it. Can we call... Everything unhealthy salad. Dude, absolutely. Crumble cookie salad. Utah, Utah <laughs> does this. Utah's been doing this for like a decade. For yeah. decades. You look at the old like church cookbooks and things. Heavy in the dessert 
portion. Uh-huh. Oh, because yeah. they're all salads. There and it's that, all sweets um, and stuff. Deseret cookbook. Mm-hmm. The one without it was like a paper cover. Yeah. Brown. Mm-hmm. I remember. It's all all super heavy with the dessert, but it's you know, because we we want to incorporate health in Utah, which is why mm-hmm. we put things like carrots and broccoli in our jello <laughs> because it can become a salad I guess. well so yay or nay on the green jello i don't love jello so it's a nay for you it's just meh if it's there i guess i'll eat it but that's it, why you don't belong yeah <laughs> that is why i don't they, belong they can sense it they're like Ew, she doesn't like jello get she's out. not down with the green jello Ugh, get out. i don't mind the green jello um i do have some listener opinions here okay um, green jello is better with crushed pineapple inside and whipped cream on top. Is that not usually how it's made? No, but that sounds delicious. So this, it's not usually made like this. Mm-mm. No, usually people will either, either make it. I think this has become more like commonplace I've practice. I've seen walnuts in the jello and that to me is disgusting. Yeah, walnuts in jello is not great, but it is oh, common. on top. But if you put it on top, yeah, I guess it's okay. It's like a crust, but I don't want crusty jello. Thanks. Mm-hmm. The only way that I really use my Jello right now, here's a here's a life hack for you. Okay. You take your grapes, uh huh. You wash them off, mm-hmm. and while they're like still wet, mm-hmm. you pour a packet of Jello on it. Okay. You mix it up, put it in a freezer bag, and throw it in the freezer, and then you have like little grape Jello popsicles. Wow. Okay, that's they're, they're joyful. That's really interesting. I know it sounds crazy. But I love really how you good. say. Do you want to know how I use my Jello right now? That's I'm like looking use. at a woman who's in her mid twenties talking about how she uses her <laughs> Jello. Isn't isn't it like it's kind of nice? It's a little bit of a surreal like life check. You're like, hmm, nice. <laughs> <laughs> She's eating Jello, folks. <laughs> Not often, okay. I only do it every once in a while as a as a specialty treat. That's like grapes. A specialty treat. <laughs> Don't forget that. Don't forget it. It's okay. I drank tomato juice on the plane, so there's that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll have to talk about that. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to stay on topic because I can go off into a whole other direction. <laughs> um, so yeah, I actually do like that. The green Jello mm-hmm. is better with crushed pineapple inside. With gr- mm. I I would get down with that. It's pretty good. Um, another listener said vegetables don't belong in Jello. Agreed. Get I out. agree with that. Hot trash. When you said carrots and broccoli. People do it, though. My face was stuck in this, like, natural, mm-hmm. weird, like, I'm smelling a fart. You get, like, a dank face. It's like, mm. what? Is... Ew. So that's it right there. That's how they get around the... Um... It's a salad. It becomes a jello salad if you put vegetables in it. I feel it. like it just would end up as a garnish that doesn't get eaten, but... It ends up in the garbage is what it does. Just eat around the vegetable. Gross. Okay. Funeral potatoes. Joyful. Get in my mouth right now. <laughs> and are they all made the same? Uh, I think for the most, it's a it's a general consensus of things. Mm-hmm. Basically, you make anything in Utah that has to do with potatoes, you're incorporating an ish ton of sh- sour cream mm-hmm. as well as cheese. Uh, cream cheese, mm-hmm. cream cheese, normal cheese, and some crunchy things, cornflakes. Crunch them up, put them on top, call it good. I am looking up here just so I can see if there is a definition Oof, on what so is good. funeral potatoes. I think they usually do them with like hash browns. Yeah, hash browns. You do hash sour browns, cream, sour cream, cream cheese, chicken noodle cheese, or chicken soup. Cream and chicken soup. Cream and chicken soup is also a staple in the state of Utah. Casseroles, mm. delicious. Yeah, I don't care what anybody says. I love casseroles. Lots of butter topped so with um, potato chips, cornflakes, or Ritz crackers. Which ones do you prefer to be topped with? I like potato chips best because okay. I like potatoes on my potatoes. Ooh. So, ooh, potatoes on my potatoes. That's my jam. There you go. 
Um, I'm curious as to why they're called funeral potatoes. Because they happen at funerals. Okay, carb-heavy comfort food. Oh, yeah. That's why, because it's like when you're going through a hard time, it's really good to have, like, feels good to have heavy carbs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, you want something dense, you want something heavy, so that you can just, like, sink into your couch. Wow. And cry. Even on this website, tasteatlas.com, they say, contrary to its name, funeral potatoes are the ultimate comfort food. A cheesy au gratin. I'm saying that wrong. Potato casserole. I like the way that you said it, though, better. Because usually I say, say au gratin. Like <laughs> so I like the way that you said it better. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like muddled in my mouth. Right? Mm, I'm kind of drooling a little. I know. It's delicious. Um, it's synonymous with the state of Utah mm-hmm. and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also known as Mormons. This was uh, created in 2022. So guess what? LDS church, you're still known as Mormons. Dude, it's funeral potatoes are joyful. They are so good. I actually really do like them. Um, it's it's the it's the sweet part of the bittersweet of when your grandpa dies <laughs> or when a family yeah. member dies. You're like, oh, this is so terrible. Oh, who's bringing who's bringing those the funeral potatoes? <laughs> you know, if somebody's cooking them, someone yeah. specific. You know, yeah. Aunt Carol, she can't right. make them. Don't no. don't eat hers. No, somebody else assign it to anybody else. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. There's always that family member oh, yeah. that you're just like, I won't be touching yours, but I will be touching yours. Correct. Um, at my uh, partner's Thanksgiving, all of the family makes like two types of pie. Oh, three. I should say three. One is pecan pie, mm-hmm. which I hate. Um, the other is coconut cream pie, which I'm just not, not, no. Right. And then pumpkin. Right. I'm the only one who will ever bring a fruit pie. But this past Thanksgiving, all of the aunts brought their own coconut cream pie. Oh, my gosh. So it was like all coconut cream pie. So it was all around. One pecan and then my apple. Nice. <laughs> and I just, I don't like coconut cream pie. I yeah. just, I don't. So pretty, I like it. But I'll get down okay. with the funeral potatoes though. That's, that's a yay for me. Agreed. Cool. Yay. Yay. Okay. Next is going to be Swigs. And if you do not know what Swigs is, it is a soda shop that provides you not only with the soda, but a lot of enhancements and to include. Sh- so much sugar. Extra sugar. So much sugar. Like cotton candy. Yes. Gummy bears. Yes. Have you seen, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, Utah Talk has made it to like England. There have been people oh, in hi. England that have been finding these videos. They're like, what are you putting into your soda? Like, what are you putting into your... Are they making fun of them? Oh, yeah. That's because they're like, you're putting all of these things. Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. But, um, you know, I I could go for a a little bit every once in a while. But I'm I'm a little bit. uh, I like peach. So I have a drink named after me at the local soda shop. Oh, that's so cool. Little little known fact. Nice. Um, But it's it's the McCall and it's like Sprite, coconut cream. Uh peach syrup can you do it with sprite zero mm-hmm. i'm sure you could yeah but I'll i i like i like coconut and peach so that's what that's what they did with it and i'm i'm good with that you know but uh whenever i feel like getting my sugar fix on i'll end up doing that and then probably like a homemade oreo and then i pass out because it's too much sugar big crash yeah you guys so you're a yay on the swigs yeah I'm not going to wait in you're line kind, for you're it. You're kind of in the middle. I'll just go make my own. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to wait in line for it. I'm not going to have, like, a thousand points built up or anything. So, this is me. Okay. 
I'm the worst. Okay. <laughs> I am the one that will go through the drive-thru and all I want is like a 32-ounce cup of ice water with lemon. Nice. I like the crushed ice. Mm-hmm. I think it's so good. It is. Um, so what I will do is I will order a couple things so it's less embarrassing that I'm ordering okay. like a 30 cent thing of water. Right. Like I'll wait in the line. Oh my gosh. It's stupid. Dude, just get a pebble ice maker. I do want one. Have you seen how expensive they are? I And I could probably afford it. I'm sure you can. But it's like three or four hundred dollars for the, the type of ice that I want. Yeah. I've so, looked this up. So my mom has one. Um in St. George. Okay. She loves it. I used it. I also love it. I have an ice maker, but it's not a pebble one. It's a different ice maker. It's like, I don't know. They're kind of interesting little cubes. I almost prefer that one, but I think it was like $300 or something like that. Yeah. See, I don't trust anything that's like $99. No. Um, but it's gotta be under 300. There's one. Like if it's 150, okay, I'll trust it. Yeah. I need to get like a good, there's a lot of like ice really maker. cool new fridges uh-huh. that will make pebble ice. But how know. do they make pebbled ice? I just imagine there's like little um There's like little holes. It's gotta be. Little what's the guy from Frozen? Steph- Olaf's. No, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, little yeah. Olaf's. And he's just like just going freeze, in and freeze, like freeze. making little ice pebbles. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I go in, I get my thirty two ounce cup of ice water with lemon and then I'm like a 16-ounce Coke Zero and a cookie. <laughs> and a cookie. So I'm just too embarrassed. But that's just really all I want. So I'm going to go with a, a nay on the Swigs front. Yeah. I just don't really care for those sugared sodas. I get my caffeine from coffee. I do too. So, nail no thanks. Okay, next uh, unpopular opinion is... Uh, well, I have the flat brimmed hats for the bros, okay. but it's the like summer sales swag hats, like Vivint. Right. Okay. I know exactly. <laughs> or what pest you're control about. company. Right. That are like super flat brimmed, and they don't take the stickers off and whatever. Yeah. 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 But swag to, left. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> so, so that's a nay for you. <laughs> yeah. Get out. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Like the only way that I can see that um, continuing on is if you're wearing like a Bulls jersey. And your pants are really low and your shoes are really dirty. I have nothing wrong with the like flat brimmed hats in general. Yeah, me like neither. Like those fitted caps. Right. Nothing wrong with no. it. It's the swag caps from these door-to-door sales companies right. that I'm like, okay, awesome. You reached a goal and you earned this hat with your company and now you earn this prize, but you don't realize you're just walking around advertising. It's an advertisement. Yeah. That's all it is. And I know they're trying to recruit people too. So usually when I see those guys, like I'm at the age now where I can just swerve left. Like they're not even, they're not even going to try. I just walk, I can walk straight past them. Yeah. Plus I'm a girl. Like I think they just recently started to really try to recruit girls. Mm-hmm. But um, it's new. Yeah, which by the way, I did do inside sales for a pretty big really? company and I was the top sales rep for the summer. That's awesome. Yeah. It Congratulations. Was, it was really cool. And the guys like um, quite a quite a few of them actually hated me. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I'm better at, at the job than you are. <laughs> Get over it. Um, but yeah, so that's a no for me. Okay. I think just door-to-door sales bros in general – yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's just a no. Um, 
Okay, what about those straight brimmed Insta hats that girls wear? in their pictures I know you do you've got such a lovely pictures I have I have a couple of them and I really like them um but I have a friend who is like McCall we have to get you a hat she's like if I see you wearing a wool felt hat again (laughs) I'm gonna lose my mind I need to make you an actual one that's like customized and so um I may have a new one coming that I'm actually really excited about that's gonna be like all customized and like burned and have like a cool band and stuff on mm-hmm. it. So I'm really you excited about it. You look really good in these hats, oh gosh, though. This thanks. black one is popping. I love it. I love I it love so it. much. But I feel like um, style-wise, in the state of Utah, it's very... Um, oh, you have more than one of these. I do. I have two. I can see. Two, or yeah. three of them, I think. But one of them I haven't really worn because um, I don't like it nearly as much. Oh, yeah. You have three. Yeah, because I've got like a brownish one, and I don't really like the brownish one. But you I've got a, a black one and a gray one. That I wear pretty, I wouldn't say all the time, but pretty frequently. Especially, like, my hair is pink, okay? When I have to wash my hair, it looks like I murdered somebody in my bathroom because I have to use the color depositing shampoo. And so it's a task to wash my hair. So if I can just wear a hat instead, I'm going to do it. Totally going to do it. That's good on you. Thank you. Um, I think they are, I think they are very flattering, but I wish more people would be original with their styling of said hats yeah or they just buy it for the pictures right like if they have a photo shoot coming yep they're like oh i have to go get a flat brimmed hat like for this uh, picture so that i can look like yeah else. but then they never wear it anywhere else right. it's just this hat that they have for pictures. just for pictures yeah yeah i get that i'm always wearing either a beanie or a ball cap i love beanies I love beanies so much. I had to break out of the habit, though, because um, I guess it can actually cause um, hair loss Mm -hmm. when you're always wearing something on your head. So that is uh, me. I love hats. The uh, straight brimmed hats, that's a yay for you. I like it. I'm going to say nay. Oh, fine. I'm going to have to disagree. Although yours looks good on you. Thank you. But I still have to say nay because the majority of people that I've seen with this hat... I'm like, are you really that hat person Mm -hmm. or are you just doing it because it's a Utah thing? Right. So, and you can always point out a Utah girl. You know exactly. Out of state if she's got that hat on. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. Or go to like Waco. Well, that or Waco, (laughs) Waco. Texas. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or over in Magnolia. Fixer upper and you see the girls with those hats and you're like, you're Utah. You're Utah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Next one is high fitness. I can't. I tried. I tried really hard and I was doing it. I was like, I feel like I'm going to die right now. Yes. I can't do it. Well, it's like the burpees too, but um, it's one of my really good friends actually referred to it as Mormon cheerleading. Perfect. So. It kind of is. I really do think it is. I was the band kid. I was not. So I was in cheerleading for maybe a week and I only did it to prove that I could. I was trying to spite my sister. Uh-huh. And, um. So I got in, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. But I was in band. Like, I was a band kid. So I did um, percussion. So uh-huh. the drums and... I wanted to I yeah. wanted to play the drums so bad. Yeah. Were My you in band? My mom told me no. No. I was in... Uh, I did um, singing in theater. That's cool. So I was also... I was a theater kid. Yeah. I was also um, singing. So I was in choir mm-hmm. since elementary school. Yep. I was in the Barbie shop choir. Um, yeah. Choir was just like a huge deal for me. I uh, I've started singing more recently again. Oh, fun! I'm a band. 
Oh, you are? Dude, if you guys ever need another singer, let me know. Okay. Just so you know. I always need other singers, so. Dude, I love it. Like, it's so cool. Um, I love cranberries. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. Of course. Of course you have. What do you mean? The cranberries. The cranberries are iconic. Yeah. R.I.P. But I love her. And I just like one of her songs, Zombie, of course. Of course, right. I just, I love. To the soul. I was singing that this morning driving and I just was. It's just gritty and so mm -hmm. good. Well, and just like the way she like has this like, like this Mm -hmm. thing to her voice. And I can do that. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dude, if they're ever looking for somebody to replace her, Mm kind of like what they did with Queen. Right. They need to like hit me up, mm-hmm. dude. That'd be sweet. But yeah, so if, if there's any message. cranberry cover bands in the area, let me know. And send I them a will. DM. <laughs> yeah, slide into my DMs. <laughs> proof, please. But um, high fitness. I was trying to see where it originated from. Probably South Jordan. You think? I don't know. Let me see. High fitness. That's where a lot of things come from, though. Where did it start? Good old Sojo. Um, where are they from? Let's see, because I'm, I'm almost certain it is from Utah. Oh, whoa. Hold on a second. I hope it was South Jordan. Well, I'm. it might be from Canada. Oh. But that doesn't make any sense to me. No, because people from Utah wouldn't be stealing things from Canada. No. Probably started in, like, California somewhere or on a cruise ship somewhere. Somebody just so happened to do it, and they were like, oh, watch this. Yeah, I, hate, this I hate high fitness. Um, I tried to like it. I really did. I went to two whole classes and I was like, I can never go back. No. I, I was the same way with couldn't. Zumba though. Like, I well, couldn't. Utah Zumba is different. It is. It's hard actually. Cause it's really hard. Everybody practices. They don't have anything else to do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just make Children, their I potatoes. Mean. <laughs> be pioneers and do high fitness. <laughs> That's it. Oh gosh. Uh, no, it's so true, though. It is Mormon cheerleading. So for me, it's gonna be a nay. It's a nay for me. But good for you if you do it. You probably look fantastic because most of those women in there do. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They look so good. And I'm just like, I'll stick to my cycling classes. Thank you. <laughs> I'll stick to not doing anything. So. Now, you and your um, partner, you guys are not married, right? No, we are not. So you guys completely avoided the... Um, need to find a reception hall correct and and all that stuff right um okay have you attended any cultural like mormon church yes cultural hall receptions i live in utah my whole family (laughs) is from utah and uh i have i have many many a family did you ever see the basketball hoop decorated of course (laughs) it wasn't you didn't get married if it wasn't decorated like oh my gosh you got to create like a like a banner almost like Uh uh-huh you, you do this, like, I'm trying to think how to describe it verbally. I really... But you do, like, a triangle down, uh-huh. and then you, like, hang stuff, and it's, like, glittery and shiny. I bet people go in there all the time, and they're just like, okay, I'll Dude, just, people go ham. I bet they do. It's either they own it, or they try really hard to hide it. Right. And I'll tell you right now, mm-hmm. for my reception... I refused Mm -hmm. to do a cultural hall reception. I, yeah. So I was engaged before uh, Uh Dustin and I met and we were trying to decide where we were going to get married. And I was like, yeah, we can just go to the cultural hall afterwards. But I look back and I'm like, sis, (laughs) sis, save up a little bit more money (laughs) 
than zero dollars right there's so many pretty places i just was like i can't so don't get me wrong we were still like cheap asses Mm -hmm. so we did it in my sister-in-law's backyard dude sweet so backyard weddings or backyard receptions are nice oh the yard was garbage but yes yeah (laughs) you know but i just i could not do a cultural hall Mm -mm. reception and i've attended many of them myself yeah same it's like it's like it's nice to have a big open space where people can, like, do stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's also like, you know, people were donating blood here yesterday. And then praising the day before that. And today we're getting married. It's weird. Like, the chairs just, and just, it just, I don't know. Like, it just feels very weird. It's cold. Yeah. But, hey, if you had your reception at a cultural hall and church... There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, we eloped, and we had to wait a year to get sealed. So nice. We eloped in January of 2013, Mm -hmm. and then we waited to do our reception in the summer because I did not want to have a winter reception. Mm -hmm. Plus, we had to tell people we got married. So can you imagine? Like, oh my gosh, (laughs) we had a good time. So, um, yeah, and he was a virgin too. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't because we had had sex. It's because we wanted to have sex. That's right. (laughs) We didn't want to wait. (laughs) So, yeah, I just, I guess I was lucky in that sense where we didn't use the cultural hall. Nice. It was great. Um, Now, next one, we're going to talk about missionaries because if you are in Utah or know anything about Utah, you know it's full of Mormons, which would include missionaries. Correct. Um, Specifically, missionaries who are leaving and going i mean the mtc is the main one provo yeah yeah, is in provo so um has anyone ever seen those special lds missionary check-ins at the airport Mm -hmm. and and it's like delta logoed american airlines logoed Mm -hmm. lds missionary check-in you know they've got to have some kind of a deal with delta like oh yeah i'm sure they have some kind of a deal where they give like maybe better discounts or something for the flights for them I'm to be sure. able to get out, you know, so that they can get where they need to go. Yeah. So pro- probably. I mean, Utah really does this thing where they'll input the church mm-hmm. in so many aspects. Like, yeah, it's not like, like I said earlier, it, there's no separation of church and state. Like you'd like yeah. to think that there is, but there's really not. And I don't know. It kind of bothered me just a little bit, mm-hmm. to be honest. But they also have that massive, um, as you exit, oh, yeah. that they created that space now for people. Oh, my gosh. It was such a pain getting off of an airplane and then having to go try and find your baggage. Oh, the welcome home. Before and having mm-hmm. all of the welcome home stuff in there, which it's great. Okay, welcome your missionary home. I know it's uh-huh. been two years. I know you've missed them. I know yeah. all of those things. Yeah. For the love. Can you please Please scoot so I can get on because there's people who are trying to find stuff and they're trying to get to meetings and whatever else. And so, yeah, I, I have many a time been a part of that. I, once upon a time, actually, I'll find this picture. I went, Dustin went down to Texas to go and, uh, hang out with some of his fam. And I thought I was very clever and I brought a sign. Oh, you did? I did. I brought a sign to welcome him home and... I thought, like I said, I thought I was really clever in it. And on my sign, it said, I missed you so I made a cheesy sign. And there's a big cheese on it. And so I was like, "Ah, clever. I'm so clever. But um, yeah, it's nice that they have that new room. It is nice. I kind of want to make a joke welcome home with one of my friends and be like, 
welcome home, sister so-and-so. That would be awesome. And then she just comes walking out in her regular clothes. That would like, be so sweet. <laughs> or maybe it can be reverse and it's me walking out. Because I, you know, I will dress like a slut going through the airport. I don't even <laughs> give a shit anymore. Like, I don't care anymore. That's awesome. I'm just like, and not that I will purposefully, but right. I'm not going to like, I want to be comfortable. So sure, I'll wear tank tops and shorts or right. whatever. Actually, that's not true. I do not wear shorts on planes because it gets cold. It gets so cold. I yeah. don't wear, I always wear like hoodies mm-hmm. and just jeans because yeah. I get so cold yeah. on the airplanes. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll layer, sl- I'll slut layer. Nice. <laughs> just undress as I like, going to the Salt Lake airport. <laughs> Perfect. I get so triggered. I'll like walk past like all those people with their signs and I can't help myself, but I can't help but just like look angrier. Like, I, yeah. It just because for me personally, I just, I, makes me so sad that these young people are giving two years of their lives to that. But anyway, that's my opinion. I will own that. Um, But as far as like the check-ins at the airport, I mean, I think you need to be a little more inclusive to other, you know, religions and reasons. Agreed. I just think it's weird that they get to bypass check-in for some reason. But anyway, um, okay, we can't talk about Utah and popular opinions without talking about soaking. Oh my gosh, I know. Yay or nay? Or I guess what I should ask you is, do you think it's what? real or not? Oh, it's real. It's 100% real. Oh, 100% real. Yes. I've never been a part of it, but... I wonder if I should include... So I actually did a podcast interview with a gal. It's just sitting in my... It's when am I going to release this It's soaking in your way. Are you going to release this episode? Right. And it was mostly because she had correlated... Um, that episode was also kind of tied into her talking about um, sexual assault um, with a mm. mutual dating app. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, my audience is not built for this type of information yet. Right. But I might actually input her soaking clip right here. Sweet. And if, if I don't, I'm sorry. Um, but it, it was a very quick story about her soaking. Mm-hmm. But yes, soaking is real. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely real. She did it and she didn't even know it was soaking. Oh. It wasn't called soaking at the time. It was just a... This is just what you do. Let's just do this. Right. Interesting. God won't that. watch. He can't see his move. <laughs> <laughs> like uh like what they say with bears just don't move just let it soak just don't move they can't see you if you just don't move dude honestly soaking gazing have you heard uh, have you heard of gazing no it that's real so gazing is where everybody removes their clothes oh my like gosh a group of people uh-huh. everyone removes their clothes they don't touch they just look Interesting. And here's the thing. There were gazing parties at BYU-Idaho. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm in that area from 2013 to 2015, 2012 mm-hmm. to 2014. I don't know. Like two years. And at the time, it had just come out yeah. that a bunch of college um, kids had gotten busted for doing a gazing party. Oh, my gosh. And if you look at um, – if you go online and look up what is Mormon gazing, you'll pull up Quora, Reddit, and it's like years of people talking about this mm-hmm. activity that's happening. Yeah. And um, I think one of the things had said it was like 2013, 2012 is when it got busted. And they're like, yeah, no one's doing it right now. Right. But it is 100% real. Yeah. It's just interesting. The um, like workarounds that people try and find with it. Yeah. It's like, just if you want to do it, just do it. Okay. I mean, if you're not supposed to be 
doing it, then don't do it. Yeah. It's it's just that. Especially around sex. Mm -hmm. I did this interview with Christy Stevens Mm -hmm. a couple of episodes ago. This will be like three episodes in the past by the time this one comes out. But um, she was talking about how she worked at a strip club in Utah. Mm -hmm. And one of the most common things they would find like in the club was men's um, garment bottoms being just thrown in the bathrooms. And her idea with that was they didn't want to desecrate the garment, Mm -hmm. so they would just remove it. Mm. So it wasn't like they were sinning. Like it was less of a sin because they wouldn't have a woman grinding on them during a lap dance. Right. With the garment. Interesting. That's really, that's really interesting. It's, you know, obviously people look at it in, in their realm of, um, you know, everybody has their own sins Mm -hmm. or everybody has their own things or their imperfections and, and whatever. But yeah, it's just, there's so much like shame that gets put into it that, it's hard. I know there's a lot of people who like, there's people that I know who after they got married, it was even like they couldn't have sex with their partner because they were so ashamed of it because they had become so ashamed of what was happening. So it's just interesting. That's definitely something like we talk about deconstruction after leaving religion, but really it's like, how do you deconstruct that sexual control that you grew up with when Mm -hmm. you get married with your partner? Like it's yeah. It's you, you have to deconstruct the sexual shame within religion and within your marriage. Absolutely, because if, if the if the that there's so much opportunity to be able to teach about safe sexual interactions and things and mm-hmm. and you know abstinence is typically what's taught rather than yeah actual safe situations, which is really it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. And there's lots of people who would prefer to save face than have those kinds of conversations with their yeah people, their kids, Well et and then it's just like and I have another tie into this now mm-hmm. with the soaking, but because um, really a lot of people say it's not real because not a lot of people are doing it. But in a way I kinda commend the people who were soaking mm-hmm. because you should know if you're compatible with this person, mm-hmm. with his part you know, her part, their parts, whatever. And um, girls are going in and getting these premarital sex checkups and then going home with dilators because the doctor is like, oh, your vagina needs to be prepared for what's going to happen on your honeymoon. So here's some dilators to stick up there. Right. Do you know how traumatizing that must be? Not only to the brain, but to your body. Right. Oh, my gosh. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. So... Okay, my question for you now is unpopular opinion, Utah edition. Um, sex should be saved for marriage. Um, I think. I mean, obviously, I'm not married, so first of all, hello. Yeah. But I, I think that it, it, it's kind of a to each their own thing. But I think education should also be incorporated if you want to save sex for marriage. And I think that that's where, where we're missing because I'm not going to say that you shouldn't save sex for that one person, um, or anything like that. But I think that you need to be fully educated on what's going to happen. Like Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have to find out firsthand what these things are mean yeah you know you shouldn't have to be ashamed you know there's so many women especially who it's almost like a point of pride of like oh yeah well I faked it like you know there's such Mm -hmm. a point of pride behind it but it's like 
that's so sad. Like you should be able to yeah. understand your own body and understand. Did you listen to the last episode that was out with no, April Davis? I didn't get she to yet. She literally says never fake an orgasm. No, of course not. And if you've been faking it for 17 years, you need to come clean to your partner, yep. but do it under the um, umbrella of counseling. Yes. Because it's going to be traumatizing it for is, your partner. Absolutely. But never fake an orgasm. No, but I, I feel like it's such a, it's, it's a shameful thing that people feel um, to have to start talking about sex. For some reason, we have so much shame around our bodies and everybody's so ashamed of, you know, oh, well, I'm sorry that it made this noise or, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, you don't have to be sorry. It's just a body and it is, it's yeah. doing what it, what it needs to do. And so I think being able to have that kind of open communication and mm -hmm. then also open understanding of what it is that you like, what it is that you don't like, what it yeah. is that, you know, and that all comes with experience or whatever. Yeah. But I actually think I'm going to say yay to soaking if I had to say. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know this sounds really fucked it's up. It's fine. Weird. But the reason, so yay or nay to soaking, um, I think most people would say nay because they're like, oh, that's just weird. But mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if you're Mormon and you're really strict on your values, I'm going to say yay because here's the deal. I think people need to know if they're sexually compatible when it comes to those things. Mm -hmm. Um and to be honest with you, like, I think sex before marriage should definitely happen. Mm -hmm. I think that um, uh, you probably shouldn't be, if you're, you know, especially young, I wouldn't go around and just have sex with, I mean, like, multiple people. No. Like, even now, I don't believe in that. Like, just fucking so many people. Right. Uh, because then how are you monitoring your sexual health? You right. know, like, I test twice a month for mm -hmm. STDs. Um, but anyway, I do think people should have sex before marriage because that is such an important part of your compatibility. Absolutely. Um, it's not a deal breaker if it, if you're not compatible. Like, you can be sexually incompatible, and then really that's just, like, you then taking the time to learn how to become compatible. Mm -hmm. And both partners being right. open to understanding each mm -hmm. other. So I just think you take so much risk into your hands if you're going off of the mindset that you have to wait to have sex till you're married because one like myself I had known my partner for a couple of months and then we eloped right can you imagine if he was just the worst human being on the planet right and here I am getting married to have sex under this umbrella that it's for religion and then I'm like in this religion that tells me divorce is not okay so then I have to make the decision of okay do I do the shameful thing of getting a divorce and just take the brunt of what my community is going to think about me, you know, yeah. so I can have sex with this guy because right. we're just our chemistry's off the chain right now. And then he's a shitty person. Right. So I really do think that we should probably start to reevaluate how we view sex and just start educating more on like sex safety and, you know, your sexual health. And yeah. I agree. Yeah, I don't think you should have to go into a bishop's office and say, I had sex with my partner. Right. Or I soaked with my partner. And then that disqualifies you from going into the temple. If anything, if I was a religious leader interviewing young people who are getting married and they came to me and said, we've been dating for a month and we think we're ready to get married. I would look at them and be like, mm -mm. Uh, no, you're not. Mm -mm -mm. You need to wait. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. get to know each other first. Right. You just want to have sex. Mm -hmm. So I say yay to soaking. <laughs> get it out of the way. Find yourself a jumper if you're so, if you feel so guilty about it. Um, 
but what's your thoughts on soaking? I don't know. I'm I'm <laughs> very just, I'm very much like, like just do it or don't. Like yeah. I'm, <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, and the next one, and I kind of already um, called myself out because I was talking about a uh, movie, but movies are called shows. Weird. Have you not heard people in Utah do that? Gonna go watch a show. Yeah, they'll talk about. Oh yeah, I was watching this show, and then they're talking about a movie. I guess I kind of do that sometimes. Do you? Yeah, but usually I say it because I can't remember if it was a movie or if it was a, oh. like a TV show. So yeah. I'm like, I was watching the show, but I don't remember what it was. I remember I was around like a whole group of Mormons. I was dating my husband and he was selling in Kentucky. And he was around all of the other door-to-door sales reps who were from Utah. Mm-hmm. And he was referring, or they were all referring to this show. And it was a movie. And I was just like, this is so weird. Yeah. Such a Utah thing. I'm yeah. going to say nay. Get it right. Yeah. I I would say nay. But I guess it's a show. Yeah. It's a showing of something. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm still going to say nay. Okay. It's just weird. I'll go, I'll go also nay, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> the next one is when somebody is telling you something and they end it with, does that make sense? Does that, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It, you've heard that? Yeah. Does so that make sense? I, I have a lot of insight on this okay. because I have been going to therapy for the last year. And this is a Utah thing. It's a Utah thing, but it's a Utah thing because it's typically a Utah thing with women more so than with men. And mm-hmm. it's a Utah thing with women because they don't want to be perceived as a bitch or perceived mm. as arrogant. And so to say, does that make sense? Kind of softens the blow. So mm-hmm. you're not telling somebody what it is that they're doing. So you said you learned this in therapy. Yeah. So it stems from insecurity. Was this an issue that you had? Oh my gosh. Yeah. You Dude, said it I, a lot? I have struggled so much my whole life. Like I've always wanted to be a really powerful woman and, you and are. I know I am an, a really, really powerful woman, mm-hmm. but I'm worried about the perception. Utah in general is worried about perception of themselves in any facet of life and every facet of life Mm -hmm. and so being perceived as being rude or being um like forthright with things Mm -hmm. is is bad you want to be soft you need to be sentimental you need to be sweet and Mm -hmm. you know give people the option so you say does that make sense at the end of it so that it kind of softens softens the blow so it doesn't come across so harshly wow but that's what it comes from is this this headspace of insecurity i have heard men say it too Mm -hmm. so maybe it's just kind of bled into just our wording yep i think it has i think that's what it comes down to though but it stems from women Mm -hmm. wow insecurity i have definitely i noticed it when i had moved to utah i did notice it um And then I started to say it too, Mm -hmm. and I still do, and I may have even said it on the podcast at one point, but it's just so interesting to me to hear the, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's more of a direct, it's something I've really been working on. Yeah. Because that or, you know, is another one, same same kind of thing. I have my... um, Your crutches. Which is... Yeah, crutch words. Um, that that's so interesting. That's my line. <laughs> Should just change the wet spot podcast from in purity culture at its finest. Dude, the wet spot podcast. That's so interesting. That's so interesting. <laughs> oh gosh, and anyway. that too. Oh gosh, that's uh, that's where it comes from, though. Yeah, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with nay. I don't like where it stems from. I'm, I'm gonna go with nay also because I also don't like where it stems from. I yeah. want to see people own their their craft. 
I'm going to start listening now to when people say it and really pay attention to what they said prior to that mm-hmm. statement so I can see where they're feeling the insecurity. Or it could just be they're so used to saying it and hearing it that they're just saying it. Mm-hmm. But now I can't unhear what you've told me. <laughs> Great. You're welcome. Um, the next one is going to be uh, Sunday closures. So restaurants, stores, <laughs> venues. Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Except for fast food. Yes. What do you think? I'll give my opinion first. Okay. And then I'll let you have yours because I feel like I've given you a lot of the first opinions. But Thank you. Yes. I have my opinion on this. And it's definitely going to be an unpopular opinion. So when I lived in Germany, I had moved there when I was 16 and moved back when I was 21. And for three of those years towards the end, I actually lived on the German economy. So a lot of things were – everything was closed on Sundays. Everything. Mm-hmm. Um the restaurants, I think the bar was open, maybe, because of the American base right next to it. But stores, venues, everything. And things were also closed, I believe, on Mondays, Oh, if I'm correct. So at first I hated it, mm-hmm. but then I just got used to it, and I appreciated that Sunday being closed. But it does really suck when you need something, mm-hmm. but that's when Walmart comes in clutch. So I'm actually going to say yay to Sunday closures um, for, you know – just the regular people who just want to be closed. I yeah. think that's fine. Take take your respite. Mm-hmm. And I would actually say close everything. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think having things open on Sundays is nice. It Coffee is Coffee nice. shops or Walmart. Thank goodness for Walmart on Sundays. Uh-huh. But when it comes down to mom and pop shops or things like that, Sunday's the only day that they really get to rest because they are providing a service most of the rest of the week and especially in the economy now Mm -hmm. you can't afford to pay somebody to be there every single day so you kind of have to be there every day business is working Mm -hmm. so having Mm -hmm. that sunday off i think is i say yay i can see that yeah i'm i'm gonna go with yay as well um well we're actually done with the utah unpopular opinions nice so we can go two directions okay well actually I was just going to do regular unpopular opinions, but I feel like we filled this episode up pretty good yeah. with the Utah version. It's pretty, pretty interesting. I, thought, I was thinking to myself, like, oh, we're not going to have enough. So, yeah. I think we talked a lot before, so. Yeah. Well, there was one, actually, I did forget to reference, but um, tattoos will send you to hell. Yeah. Of course they will. Yeah. So that's <laughs> definitely a nay for me. Same. <laughs> just kidding. Um, if that's a yay, if tattoos will send me to hell, I did see a TikTok where this woman was like, she was in the shower and she had like the hell background and she's like when the water's just perfect. Mm. So she's like, it's the perfect, perfect, perfect. And she's like, when you get sent to hell and finally the water temperature is like the perfect it's temperature. Hot. Yes. So that's awesome. Yeah. That um, was actually pretty funny. So, um, I just, I had to include that one cause I do remember saying I would. So I'm going to say, nay, get the tattoos, Agreed. fine line tattoos. I will actually have a tattoo artist on this podcast pretty soon because Ooh. there's some interesting things about being a tattoo artist in Utah. I can't wait. I got to listen to while I was getting my tattoo That's recently. That's going to be awesome. I so, want to go get sleeves done. Yeah. Um, I do end with rapid fire questions. Oh, beautiful. That's fun. I love the rapid fire questions. So you don't have to go into detail with any Great. of these. It's rapid fire. If you feel like you had if that you have to add context to it, go ahead. Perfect. But um yeah, we'll just dive right into these. Okay. Who do you text the most? Dustin. Okay. And that's your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend. 
Where did you go on your last vacation? Ooh. Chicago? But it was a work trip. You go to Chicago a lot. I've only been to Chicago like three times. That's a lot. I guess it's been like twice. This will be three times. Okay. I guess I, I just don't repeat places. But I want to I want to not repeat places. Yeah. But that's but where Chicago's my radio is a good place. That's to where go. my radio conferences are always at. So yeah, that's where I go. Uh, what was your favorite subject in school? Um, music. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's your favorite body part? Mm. You can be vulgar or boring. I really like my eyes because they have all of these different colors in them. Nice. So they're like orange around the very center uh-huh. and then they're green and then they're really dark blue. And nice. I have a couple of like red freckles. That's cool. Uh, what is your favorite movie genre? Comedy. Same. Stupid comedy. Same. Um, what is your Hogwarts house? Uh, Hufflepuff. Same. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've had so many Hufflepuffs on this podcast, actually. I'm not kidding. <laughs> um, describe your style in one word. Uh, haute grunge. What the fuck is that? It's cool. That's my, that's How my do you dream spell style. It? Like oat, like H H A U T E. H O U T E. H A U T E. Sorry. I've never heard of this. H A U T E. Haute couture. U T E. H A U T E. So if you do like. I'll find Sammy, Sammy J. Cole, Cole, what's her name? She's how I describe my style. Only like way cheaper at the current moment. Sammy, um, Jeff Coat is her name. Okay. This cool. is her, her aesthetic is kind of what I want to emulate like this. Oh, wow. That's cool. She's very pretty. Yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's really cool. I've seen that style it's, a couple times. See, like this. Life. That's really she's cool. She's my jam. She kind of reminds me of um, this new friend of mine. Her name's Angelique. I don't oh, know if nice. she's listening to this, but I'll have to send you her account. Okay, sweet. She's awesome. I can't wait. Um, just so pretty. I yeah, love, that's like totally her style. I love I everything she, about it. I wonder it. if she knows this. Um, okay, uh, do you collect anything? Uh, records, but I don't know enough about them. But I have boxes of them. That's cool. Uh, what has been your favorite age so far? I really liked 26. Was that like a year ago? Uh, yeah. So like 2020 ish during that era. I loved that creature because she was, she was learning so much about herself. Wow. Locked up in my house. I spent a lot of time trying to understand who I am and meditating and deconstructing things and recreating things. And so that was that was my favorite age, wow. and I'm at a point now where I'm starting to deconstruct again. Uh huh. Um, which wow. is good, but I think 28 is going to be yeah. pretty good. Would you refer to your de- deconstruction as? Because I'm actually trying to find another word for it, and I've really thought the word transformation. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do too. I do too. Because it was it was transformative. Uh huh. Um, it I was feel like more, you just described that. Yeah, it was more educational. Um, because I was spending more time, it was more per- personal knowledge of understanding who I am mm-hmm. as a human and doing things that I wanted to do, like cooking and playing my ukulele and yeah. 
creating. Just create. I was, I was pregnant during 2020. So oh, nice. It was perfect. It was that I didn't want anybody to see me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't. <laughs> Stay away from me. Go away. Um, is, is your bed... <laughs> I said that's so weird. <laughs> is your bed made right now? Yes. Wow. That just says a lot about who you are. Um, that's been my goal this year. Is to make your is bed. Is to make my bed. Well, my bed so is I've got not a, made. I've got a brand new comforter that I want to have in like two weeks. Should be coming. What's your go-to lazy dinner? Mm, nothing. You don't have Chips one? and salsa. <laughs> like, just, just eating nothing. Does no. a cupcake count? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sometimes sing. I'll just eat like, like... I don't want to eat anything. A gust of air. Just kidding. Nothing sounds good. Yeah. It I'll used eat to like be... a cookie. I'm like... Mm. Grilled cheese sandwich. Yeah. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you four more. Okay. Because these are so fun, but awesome. I have to control myself because I'll just keep going. <laughs> um, what is one thing you regret spending money on? Oh, gosh. I racked up $40,000 in credit card debt on okay. accident over stupid things. Just uh, any specific places or just mm, credit card? Mostly overdraft fees. Oh. So <laughs> just dumb stuff. What do you spend your money on most? Overdraft, overdraft fees. fees. <laughs> so <laughs> Been there. My yep. credit is so good right now, but I Same. attribute that to my financial advisor suggesting I freeze my credit. Same. <laughs> and I am just so grateful I did. Um, well, let's see. What movie do you enjoy quoting the most? Are you a quoter of movies? I'm not really. I used to be. I used uh-huh. to quote Inkerman a lot. Oh. But. I don't quote any movies. I don't either. Yeah. So I don't. But I know people who do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could transform into one animal, which one would you choose? Uh, koala. Ooh. I don't know why. They're just cute. They're kind of cute. I feel like they kind of, they can nap. Like their skin's really they soft. They can do no wrong. I feel like, and then I think they could probably rip your face off. I don't know. I mean, if they could, I feel like that'd be the way to go though. Mm-hmm. You're just like, you're so cute. I can't hate you. <laughs> it's like. Fair. Can you imagine if it had the same ability as like a mountain cat? Oh, rough. But it's just in the form of a panda and it's you're like just this like. this big. I can't. I just go. What do I do? Please just do what you need to do. <laughs> to my face and kill me okay one more question we're gonna make this really good okay let's see okay we're gonna we're gonna end with a finish the phrase finish the phrase the way to my heart is blank open communication love that i do too open communication Mm -hmm. mine is honestly it's food (laughs) Same though. I love food. Yeah. So, but mine, mine for the most part, open communication. I love that. That's so good. You must do the um, love language test. I do. So you must be yours is communication. Correct. Is mine is words one. of affirmation. Mine's a lot of it. It can move too. It's, that's the amazing thing. And I know we're wrapping up. My partner and I, we have been together for like nine years and mm-hmm. it's interesting Same. how you get to learn their love languages uh-huh. and how you start speaking their love language mm-hmm. as well as hearing from their love language. Yeah. And so it's a, it's a, that's something I've been fascinated with. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I've definitely learned that it can change for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but mine's definitely like quality time. Um, my partner's is acts of service. So, so is mine. So, but I, I will catch myself giving my love language more to my partner Mm -hmm. and then he's giving me his love language. So he'll be doing all these really nice things for me. And then I'm just like, I just want to spend time with you. Like, 
And I'm just like putting my, yeah. So we've had to learn how to, like, I have to learn to check mine to the side and do his. And mm-hmm. then, so anyway. But you start getting good at speaking it. That's true. It's really interesting. Yeah. It's like any language. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. But, well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh my gosh. Thanks for this having me. This was a me. good time. We're yeah. going to have to do this again. I absolutely agree. This was a great time. Yeah. So I had to have me. just like a fun episode where we can just shoot the shit and just yeah. talk about unpopular opinions. And maybe next time we can just do a regular unpopular opinion. That'd be great. Because those are fun. But there's definitely Utah shit we had to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, any plugs? You, you're basic. You said um, it's all. Yeah, it's all the same, same thing. So any social media, it's just at the McCall Taylor, T-H-E-M-C-C-A-L-L-T-A-Y-L-O-R. And uh, or McCallTaylor.com. Sweet. So. And I'll have the links dropped below. And until next time, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, wet spotters. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wet Spot Podcast. If you've yet to do it, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. The only way we're going to be able to continue doing these episodes is by having our listeners support. And that is the best way for you to support this podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Here's a sponsor moment I never thought I'd ever be speaking on. Because if you know me... I'm not a beard person. Well, I used to not be a beard person. And let me tell you why. It's not because I don't like the look of the beard. It is because I don't like the fucking smell of the beard. It's like when you see a dog and the dog is so cute, you know? You just want to go pet the dog and you get close and the dog stinks. That's what beards are to me. But it's been... It's... Fuck this guy. His name is Dirty Irish. He goes by Dirty Irish. He changed my whole perception on beards, and I'll tell you why. One, he's got the most badass beard you will ever see in your life. But guess what? It doesn't stink. And it is so fucking neat and clean. And I asked him, I said, what are you doing to your beard? Because I have not seen this in anyone else who has a beard. You are the only person that I actually am like, oh my God, I love your beard. And he told me, he said, well, I just, I make my own products and I put it in my, you know, I do my thing. And I'm like, oh my God, you need to start a beard line and come to find out. He actually was already in the process of doing it. It took him a while because these products are handmade custom beard products. And I'm telling you right now, the man looks like a badass. On their website, I'm pretty sure it says, welcome to your first step to badassery. And the products, I mean, there's so many options. You've got balms, oils, different scents, earth, Irish clover, really just amazing scents that are infused into the products. And when it's combined with your pheromones, it produces a result that true femininity is drawn to like a magnet. And I can speak from my own experience as a woman who's not a beard person. I was drawn to this uh, Dirty Irish. Check them out, dirtyirishbrand.com. You'll thank me later. You'll thank me when you have a woman choosing to sit on your face because of how good your beard smells. You'll thank me later dirtyirishbrand.com